A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone and welcome back to the PH Nutrition Podcast. I'm Coach Chloe and today I'm joined by Coach Loz who has taken time out of her busy schedule for us running Sleven Fitness to chat with me about fat loss. Uh, Loz, how's your training going? I think you did SID recently, didn't you? How was that? Yeah, so we just got back from Bath a couple of weeks ago, so a team of 12 comps, so uh, kind of stressful but really really fun at the same time so we had all our members so a couple of coaches all our members made up a team of 12 and we had a really nice time away we had some really tough workouts the swim was awful I had to get dragged <laughs> out of the pool all in all that you know it was really nice and it allowed our members to kind of set some strength goals for the next year or so so they're all madly in the gym preparing for next year already which is really nice oh oh that's so good it's such a fun comp isn't it I love that one Uh, okay amazing well today we're gonna actually round off our fat loss series and we're gonna wrap up uh, and look at what happens at the end of a fat loss phase if we can kind of you know call that uh, phase like an an end to it at all so we're going to discuss the common mistakes people make when finishing their fat loss phase uh, and the first thing we before we kind of came on to here Loz you made a really good point about the way people see fat loss and their goals and everything and a lot of the problems and the mistakes that we see people doing can kind of stem from this this way we view fat loss uh, so how do we how do you think people kind of make the mistake of looking at fat loss as a whole perhaps you can talk to us about that yeah I mean I think that kind of all of all of the I guess the issues and kind of things that can arise from you know the end of fat loss which we're obviously going to go into in a minute come from like the idea that it's uh, that that it there is an end point there's a cutoff that it's 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 finite when it's actually really really not it's um it's a lot more of a transition into a new phase rather than a cutoff and either you know going back to what what you were doing previously or whatever the the other things are kind of going to talk about over the next next few minutes or so but I think it's really important um, to sort of have the mindset and sort of as 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 we talk about the, the things that we're about to sort of discuss of having yeah having the mindset that should be a transition okay I finished fat loss phase what is the next step what's the transition how am I going to transition into whatever it might be that's coming up not that okay it's end I'm fat loss okay I'm done now and the kind of 
done with the whole thing and either going back to your whatever you're doing before or you know other things that we'll talk about soon yeah it's so true isn't it like I think actually the probably one of the most important parts of a fat loss phase is actually what happens at the end of it because that's the make or break like you can it's not I know obviously it depends on you know the goal and the person but it's not too difficult really to lose fat it's keeping it off continuing with like making um marks on your progress and things like that and monitoring progress and like noting where the body is going and I think actually it can be harder to come out of a fat loss phase than do a fat loss phase because when you've got you're in a fat loss phase you've got the goal of where you want to be and it's very very finite and definite for some people you know they want to lose a certain amount or look a certain way for a certain event so it can be perhaps maybe easier to be motivated but when you come out of a fat loss phase you don't have that motivation there potentially or it's kind of like well now what and that's why it's important to obviously have goals and periodize it isn't it yeah i mean i think that um, people kind of put so much effort and emphasis on starting a fat loss phase and going into it they're like okay i'm going to start it on this date i'm going to do this i'm going to do this i'm going to do this and put 99 percent of their effort into planning what they're going to do during the fat loss phase it gets to a point where they get to the end and they're like oh oh okay and it's not it's not like sort of you know that we talk about this transition that is sort of coming okay well I'm getting close to I've, I've got about half a kilo more to lose I've got you know I've got happy with how my pictures are looking now I'm I don't know and sort of having sort of using those markers and went okay I'm getting close now and sort of using those couple of weeks using that buffer of you know I've got a couple of weeks I've still I'm still in my fat loss phase I still know what I'm doing and using that time to be like okay well in three, if I keep tracking the way I am in three weeks time, I'm going to be at the point where I want to be. What can I do next? And so using those three weeks, using those two weeks to be like, to, you know, transition into, you know, whether it's sort of setting a new goal, you know, whether it's, it's you know, maybe you want to set, set more of a performance-based goal. So we need to bring calories up to sort of meet that or, you know, things like that. So using that time is just, I think planning is, you know, really, really key in kind of in this transition phase. Yeah, absolutely. It is just being aware of what happens next. Uh, And just, I think, knowing that you are going to have to kind of continue what you're doing in a sense, but just with small changes, like it's not like you're going to rejig your whole diet. So, okay, we've got a kind of a list of all the kind of main mistakes we see people make. First one, I think, is is the having a massive blowout of food. (laughs) So there could be a few reasons why this is bad. Uh, Loz, do you kind of have any first thoughts that come to mind here in terms of you know what the problem is there I mean again it sort of comes to that point where you're like okay well you know you've been working so hard in this fat loss phase okay you know you may have sacrificed things that you enjoy that you enjoy eating for a certain period of time like obviously we we advocate having a balanced thing but it it requires change and you know change can be hard for some people so you know pushing on and pushing through to this this point where you're like okay well I've made these changes I've seen all these results I'm like you know celebration it's natural it's human it's what you want to do isn't it so um, you know having this this blowout on at a certain date at a certain time for the for you know x amount of meals it can cause all sorts of you know digestive issues like the chances are well you will have been eating pretty cleanly for the majority of the time during your fat loss phase obviously we need to do these things but and so then you know having you know three four five meals of of stuff that you're not used to eating whether it's you know high fat whether it's you know it's food that you you haven't eaten for the last it can cause all sorts of digestive issues uh, around sort of you know your body's just not used to taking in these sorts of foods anymore yeah absolutely I think in general like if we're on a fat loss phase there's no 
there's no reason for us not to include a lot of variety of foods in our diet, but we will tend to be eating more simpler foods just because it's, you know, easy to get more volume of food in and things like that. So adding in things, you know, even things like more dairy and kind of maybe more processed foods, which again, there's nothing wrong with having these any time, but if you've kind of cut some of these out a little bit or like reduce the amount, having a load more of this, you are going to notice it on the, you know, you're going to notice it in the way your body maybe bloats up, holds a bit more water if digestion slows down and people are going to freak out and be like, oh my God, I've gained a load of fat and it's actually worked. You're just probably a bit bloated because you've gone a little bit too full send on food. Uh, and the problem is with having a massive blowout, like it's, it's a bit of a stressor on the body. So that's going to cause digestive problems. It's going to cause bloat. It's going to cause you to not feel great. Uh, but it kind of puts our body in this position where, you know, our body has been in a position of, of weight loss, fat loss. Your body is primed now to gain weight, depending on how severe of a deficit you've been in. Maybe you've just gone kind of like a, a moderate fat loss. So you might not feel the need to do that. But if you've been in a really severe deficit uh, and you, you are kind of constantly thinking about food, you're like you're noticing food around you and you want to just go full send and you it does turn into maybe a bit of a binge uh, your body is primed to store body fat so you you could very easily put on a, a little decent bit of body fat in a couple of days if you do continue and the problem is if you've you know you've lost some of your hunger signals and stuff or hunger signals are, have changed up and then you suddenly eat a load more food you are going to be more hungry as well and if you put on a bit of body fat, you gain a couple of kilos back, but your body is used to eating less food, it's going to be very hard for you to be able to go back to eating a little bit more without gaining weight faster because your body is now used to less food and you suddenly gain a load of weight by eating a load of, I don't know, burgers in three days. It's going to be harder for you to kind of get back into a routine and allow your body to come out of this fat loss phase without gaining too much weight because those calories will make more of a difference. And especially if you do gain body fat, if you've been in a bit of a, a higher deficit or a, bit, a bigger deficit, your body wants to store body fat in places around vital organs, which is going to be your midsection and things like that. And that is always the place that people struggle to lose weight from. And that's often something we see in people that have these patterns of undereating, overeating, binging, restricting, is that they go through these cycles and the body is going to gain weight back in those areas to protect vital organs and things like that. So it will be harder to drop weight from those areas and it will be harder to bring calories up after a fat loss phase because when we've been in a fat loss phase, we do want to start bringing food back up. We want to bring more food in. It's not like we need to stay on those calories forever. We want to bring food in, but we can't just suddenly go from eating you know, 1700 calories to 3000 calories. You have to do it gradually because otherwise you are going to gain a little bit too much body fat back. Uh, so yeah, so perhaps don't do the massive blowout because it can also make you feel a bit crap and it's not a nice place to be in. We do recommend, you know, especially at pH, we think there's a place for all foods in the diet. It shouldn't be the case that you are doing such a severe fat loss phase if you want it to be sustainable where you are excluding or restricting a huge amount of foods from your diet so you feel the need to go on a blowout. You know, having things such as like a, an off-plan meal once a week with your friends, your family, factoring those things in in your diet can actually stop you having those blowouts at the end as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah. So in terms of that, I think, you know, when people finish fat loss phase, what they tend to do is often they... So they add in loads of different foods all in one go, which can obviously up, upset digestion, uh, or they can change the whole meal plan. So this can be an issue. Loz, anything you've kind of, kind of noticed with clients, like finishing fat loss phase and just kind of 
maybe changing things too fast if you ever kind of noticed anything like that yeah i think that's what it comes down to um yeah, like you say, just just adding in like, um, in a fat loss phase, and, and a lot of our recipes, you know, for 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 ease people to make it sort of easy for them. We have like we have, we have a lot of quite simple recipes, um, and so we need a lot of if we like we said before, if you're eating, sitting in fat loss phase, you're eating a lot of a lot of you know generally a lot of veggies to try and bulk out those meals to try and um, so you're getting a lot of volume of food for you know very many calories and things like that. So I think sort of just to kind of kind of stop it there and then go back to eating what you were eating before uh, or, you know, adding in or changing up the whole meal plan completely is another way of just upsetting your digestion system. They, they, your, your digestive system likes a bit of routine. It likes, it likes to kind of know that you're in, and you, you'll notice in a lot of people will say when they first start their, um, their fat loss or their six week, six week plan that in their first week or two, that their digestion all of a sudden feels so much better because of you know they've they've cleaned up the foods that they're, they're eating more balanced meals and things like that so you know their digestive system is happy it's going it's eating the things it wants to eat it's eating in the proportion that it needs to be eaten you need to be eating in so i think to then go back and go straight back up to your old calories or to then you know upset the apple cart and you know change the whole meal plan just because you've finished a fat loss phase um, can do just just the things that are just that you spoke about before chloe upsetting digestion holding on to extra water and things like that as well yeah, definitely. So, one obviously when we, you know, when we're on a fat loss phase, we lose, we drop weight. So perhaps you have lost, I don't know, maybe maybe you lose five kilos in a fat loss phase. Your body now weighs a different amount. So your body has different energy demands based on any changes you've made over your fat loss phase. There we go. Loz is obviously living in London. Central you can London. <laughs> All the time. So your body is now is now lighter. There is less of you to fuel. So, you know, people often say, oh, I've broken my metabolism. I've, I've heard that kind of thrown around on Instagram, things like that. You haven't. That's just the way your metabolism works. You weigh less. You now have a lower basal metabolic rate. So your body requires less energy to come in. Perhaps if you have been doing, you know, and not just relying on food to lose a bit of fat, perhaps you've increased your step count or you've brought in a little bit more cardio or something like that, just something a little bit extra on top in order to make those changes. So your body is now now needs less food and it's also expending more energy. You can't just suddenly obviously eat back to normal because there's no, your normal of what it was before when you weighed five kilos heavier is not your maintenance now because your metabolism is, is less. You have a lower energy demand. As well, if you've increased your steps or increased your cardio, you can't just suddenly stop doing that as well because that's energy expenditure that your body is now used to that we can't just cut out. So I've seen this a lot as people that, you know, have done a fat loss phase. We talk about things like steps and cardio, utilizing those things, or I do with my clients, and you suddenly stop it. And it's like, well, you can't just take it all out because that's another maybe, you know, if you've added another 5,000 steps a day, it could be a couple of hundred calories that you're burning. Um, that suddenly you're not burning anymore. So it's important to take those things into account as well. So don't stop, you know, the amount of training you're doing. Keep your training baseline the same. Keep your cardio baseline the same, your steps the same. And then you want to make changes as you make changes to food after a meal plan, adding in more food. You don't, you want to make those changes to training as well, gradually. So, you know, if you do want to bring your steps down, if you've ended up doing a lot more steps or a bit more cardio, you want to bring it down, but you can't take it all out at once. So it's just making those small changes really, I think more than anything else. In terms of you know, what we said about meal plan, bringing in different foods, digestion, things like that. What you want to do is we want to be staying as close to actually what we've been doing with our meal plan on our fat loss phase as possible. So it's not the case where we get to the end of a fat loss phase and we say, well, 
this was what my meal plan looked like or my calories look like, maybe you're tracking your macros. I'm just literally going to change everything completely. What you need to do is just start bringing in small amounts of food here and there. So bring yourself closer to maintenance. If your maintenance is a lot higher than where you currently are, maybe you don't want to go back fully to that at first. We just want to add a little thing. So for example, if you're having a meal that has, I don't know, 40 grams of oats, 20 grams of protein powder and some berries, maybe we just bring the oats up to 60 grams, little things like that. And that doesn't sound particularly exciting, does it? But that is how you need to come out of that fat loss phase because that's how the body is going to respond best and put that energy to good use. And you might find your body composition may actually improve with those small changes because you're giving the body a little bit more. You're taking a bit of stress off the body if it's been a deficit as well. Yeah. Um, so allowing those small changes at a time. Uh, I think one of the things about coming out of a fat loss phase can be perhaps people being a bit scared to come out of a fat loss phase and that they don't make those small changes because they're like, well, I've, I've done this fat loss phase. I'm just going to hold it here. And they get scared that their body is going to suddenly balloon back up again. Uh, is this something you've seen with clients, Loz? Yeah. Scared to kind of reverse out? Yeah, definitely. So they sort of, um, it's exactly as you say, Chloe, do they sort of get to the end and be like, oh, and, and, and be almost, yeah, be almost scared to be, to be like, I, to, to give themselves more food because they're scared of going back to their old self or whatever they were doing. They've worked so hard over the last six, eight, 10, 12 weeks to kind of get to where they are and they're super happy. Uh, and then not again, sort of coming back to that sort of, I guess, or not planning or not sort of thinking about what happens when you get to the end and you're kind of like, Oh no, uh, I, 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 can't, I can't eat more food when in actual fact, like you say, you, you definitely can. And we don't want to be in this perpetual state of stress. We don't want to be in this perpetual state of a calorie deficit you know we, we need to think of it as as a phase it, it does need to come to an end at some point so you know bringing up those calories to maintenance where you know again you sort of said it before that you know you might actually find that that in trying to get across to them that you can actually still make progress you can make progress still in fat loss because you've now got more energy available so you're able to do able to push yourself harder in your sessions so rather than sort of thinking about it in purely in terms of food as well I think you kind of are like well you know I, I'm, I'm going to give myself more energy I'm going to have more energy at the gym I'm going to be able to push myself further in training I'm, I'm, and I'm going to use that to kind of therefore keep improving my body composition as well so I think kind of you know framing it in that in such a way that that you know you you're, you've that you're, you're you're nourishing your body and giving it that the fuel that it needs and 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 doing it gradually so you know again we've sort of talked about this transition throughout everything it's sort of a bit of a theme that we've got running here and you know adding in those extra oats adding in that extra bagel adding in that piece of fruit it, it, it can be such a small thing but can make such a big impact and trying to I guess try to communicate that to people communicate that to our clients and and sort of have that sort of mindset around giving yourself more food and that you know changes are small your body likes you know it, it can adapt to small changes and that it can actually benefit you as a result in terms of you know less stress on your body in terms of energy output and things like that yeah absolutely I think it's it's not being it's not being scared to kind of add those small things in and, and looking, reframing it and thinking, well, you know, I've been in a deficit. My body's been, uh, you know, we, again, we want to include as many foods as possible in our diet, but perhaps we kind of want to change the focus, you know, now I want to kind of nourish my health a little bit. So I'm going to bring in some foods that, you know, maybe I could do with a little bit more of maybe some more kind of like more fresh fruits and things like that. Sometimes they kind of get pushed to the side in a deficit. Um, things like dark chocolate is great for like, you know, uh, fatty acids and things like that and dopamine levels that make you feel really good. So kind of bringing in more foods like that, avocados, salmon, like allowing those kind of uh, fats to come in, which can really help you, you know, cognitively as well. If you've kind of been feeling sometimes in a deficit, we can feel a bit kind of out of it 
brain wise so things like that will help there as well so kind of reframing it and thinking okay well I'm going to focus on making my body feel its best now and having a new goal and I think what you know tying into that and being scared to maybe being scared to not have fat loss as a goal because we I don't know we like Luke always says this really well when he talks, he talks about periodization of your nutrition and your training and how we shouldn't always be, obviously we shouldn't always be in a fat loss phase. Like actually, you know, we should spend a lot less time in a fat loss phase than we all think we should. The bulk of our year should be spent at maintenance, uh, but just kind of having a new perspective or a new goal when we come out of that fat loss phase. So instead of aligning ourselves up with being like, well, I need to be smaller, I need to be less, well, how can I be stronger and how can I nourish my body more? So perhaps changing your goal and having that goal ready for yourself when you come out of your phase. So you said at the beginning, you know, the week's coming up to where you're nearly there, being ready and thinking, right, what is the new goal? And it doesn't have to be like a specific goal, but how do you want to feel and who do you want to be coming out of this? Uh, so when I've come out of fat loss phases in the past, I like to think, oh, well, I'm going to feel I'm going to feel strong and I'm going to PB my lifts in the gym because I'm going to have more energy and I'm going to really put that extra energy into my training uh, and getting excited for clothes to fit differently, but in a different way. Uh, perhaps you fill out your clothes a little bit more. Uh, so things like that as well. Like, so what kind of goals would you recommend for people to kind of think about coming out of a fat loss phase and reframing things? I mean, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think sort of shifting into a bit more of a performance as performance-based goal is always a good thing to, to, to kind of shift yourself into. It's, it's an easy one to kind of, it's an easy one to kind of get wrap your head around. You know, you're wanting to feel strong. You're wanting to do, it, 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 it may be like, it doesn't have to be, if you're not an events type of person, you don't need to book yourself into doing, you know, um, a you know a weightlifting competition or a crossfit competition or whatever it might be it just might be that i'm going to i'm going to do i'm going to focus on improving my my squat strength or my bench press i want i really would like to i really would like to get stronger legs i really want to i really want to improve my squat i'm going to squat twice a week and i need my fuel to do that so you know it, it might just be something as simple as adding adding that into your training or you know, uh, if, if you if you if you are an events type of person, then and, and, and you know we 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 work a lot with crossfitters and and sort of functional fitness. And so if you know you've you've done the fat loss part and now you want to kind of shift a bit more performance, it might be grabbing a group of friends together and entering yourselves into into a competition a few months down the track and sort of using using the support system you've got around you to then kind of move towards this next performance phase. You know, or well, like I said before, it just might be a personal one. It might just be I I, I want to get better at I, I want to get stronger. I want to I want to improve my squat. I want to improve my bench press. I want to be able to do a strict pull up, and all these things that you kind of need fuel for. So, kind of having it doesn't have to be you know, you don't have to have five things written down. It could just be one. It could be I want to get my first strict pull up. Put that in. I need yeah. I need to, I need I need my energy. I need to do some strength upper body strength training to do that. I need I need some fuel to do that. Let's gradually bring my my energy levels up. Let's add in that extra bagel on my strength days. Let's add in those extra oats to kind of get me and and sort of use it use it in that way. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's so nice to kind of swap over to that performance goal because I think a lot of the time we think we should be kind of always our goals should be to lose fat or to lose five pounds or whatever, but it, it's not like we can have those performance goals. And often as well, like it just because you're finishing a fat loss phase doesn't mean that we don't see changes in body composition down the line. Like I work with a lot of girls who perhaps are a bit scared of kind of coming out of fat loss phases and maybe gaining a little bit of weight. And often we could gain a couple of kilos on the scale, but our body composition looks completely different. Like you can, you know, if you do come out of fat loss phase, perhaps you gain a kilo, kilo and a half back, 
but your body may look completely different. You may look fuller in the muscles. You may look more athletic. You may be stronger. So to be honest, the trade-off of an extra kilo on a scale, which doesn't really mean too much anyway, to looking 10 times better and feeling 10 times better is, is you know, great at the end of the day. Uh, one thing I would say is, is uh, the data side of things when we finish a fat loss phase, because when we are in a fat loss phase, we're weighing ourselves we're taking photos, we're doing measurements, we're weighing our food, we're tracking our food. You know, some some people are going to be doing more of that than others. Some people will weigh, track their food. Some people may not. Some people may take photos and wait. Some people may not. It depends on you. It depends on your goals. Do not stop keeping data on yourself uh, because data is power and data tells you exactly what is going on with the body, right? So I think we, some of us have this fear of looking at our body objectively and logically doing weight and seeing it as a data point and being scared of being like oh well I ate a bit more after my fat loss phase so I'm not going to weigh myself and it's like well no do it use the data and then you know what to do because often I expect you get this as well you might have clients that have worked with you before or that have worked with other coaches and they come to you and they're like oh my god I think I've gained weight I don't know I just I'm not really sure what's going on but I feel like I'm a bit lost and it's like well have you actually weighed yourself have you actually done photos and what data do you have and can you look at that logically because i think it's quite easy to kind of fall into like a maybe making it too of an emotional thing with what happens with our body and it's 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 normal for that to happen because you're so used to maybe seeing your body getting less or smaller or leaner in a fatless phase and then suddenly you might feel a little bit more if you've got more energy in the muscles things like that you might feel fuller um, but it might feel very different because you haven't weighed or done photos or or kept any data at all then you don't actually really know what's going on people panic and they go oh i'm gonna go into another fat loss phase now and then it just turns into a, a never-ending cycle so the thing i would say is always keep data don't stop doing your weight don't stop doing your photos because then you can make changes uh, you know we want you as coaches I, mean, I see it as a coach my job is for you to not need me i want you to be able to go away and do your metrics and do your training and think, okay, I need to add in some more food and be able to do that. So keep that data because then you are in control and you are the one with the power. But if you don't do that, then you don't know. Uh, so I think that's quite important to remember as well. Yes, definitely. Okay. So perhaps we could just sum up with a couple of like action points for people. If you are coming out of a fat loss phase, uh, I know we have some of our six week programs are kind of nearly at their end now, ones that started with us beginning of the year. So, okay. A few action points. Loz, what would your first kind of action point be coming out of a fat loss phase for someone? I think I've said it about three times, but have a plan. Have, just have a plan yeah. have have an idea about what what is if is it that okay you haven't quite reached out am I going to spend maybe another six weeks and just kind of maybe maybe refreshing a couple of things so maybe you know, adding in a new recipe to keep things fresh uh, and kind of continue on with your fat loss for that for that next little while or it might be okay well well what's next okay and just and sort of having that okay well in if I keep if I keep going the way I am I'm going to be at what my goal is in in two weeks time what's going to happen in that two weeks time and having and just having an idea like we've just discussed a whole bunch of points about what um, what you can do 
Okay, so you know, coming out, adding in, adding in that little bit of extra food to your breakfast or to your dinner or whatever it might be. So giving yourself that bit of extra fuel. Okay, well, I'm happy. I need. I want to bring some of my calories up. I'm going to put a bit of. I'm. Going, I am going to bring up my calories. I'm going to move towards maintenance. Okay, and so I'm. I'm happy. I'm happy where I am. I want to move into a maintenance phase and sort of putting those things in place on this date when I get to my my goal. I am going to do this and sort of writing down those things that you're going to do and 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 actioning it. I think is the biggest thing. Perfect. Okay. Have a plan, have a goal. Uh, Don't have a massive blowout with food. Do not hoard food. Don't pick up loads of chocolate in the shops and keep it in a tub in the kitchen for when you're done with your fat loss phase. Do not do that. Food is always going to be there. It is not going anywhere. Just because you see cream eggs in the shops now, they're still going to be there in a few weeks time. Do not worry. Okay. Don't hoard them. Uh, Don't have a blowout. Plan something really nice, like a meal out, like a carvery or go for sushi, or just plan something a little bit different where you can go out with some friends or family and be in a nice environment and enjoy that, okay? And enjoy it, and then be like, okay, what's, you know, what am I going to do next? Uh, Have a plan, don't hoard foods, um, have a goal, and then keep your data and make small changes to your plan on the way up and just keep monitoring that data. And always, you can always come and talk to one of our coaches about it as well. There you go. (laughs) We're always here. (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, all right i think we've kind of covered everything anything else you want to add Loz? no i think we've done a pretty good job (laughs) amazing all right all right thank you so much for listening everyone Uh, thank you Loz, for joining me today for more information about our plans and our coaching you can head over to our website phnutrition.co.uk or head over to our Instagram, which is ph underscore nutrition. You can find me at the Female Performance Project Instagram, and you can find Loz at, where's your Instagram, Loz? Um, it's coach.loz. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. Uh, and we can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.